Hello, this is Nicole Flamer from Ought to Know. Thank you for joining me for the show. So, hey, we're going to take a brief diversion from the waiver talk because an issue just arised in my own life and I wanted to talk about it and provide a a uh, platform and also a some information and education for individuals who don't have autism but create community programs and community spaces for people to network and get together and you may have a person with autism show up and I figure let's talk about this because if you're a parent or a loved one of someone with autism I'm sure you've dealt with this and this is probably a major reason why we don't take our kids places. We don't take our adults places unless they're like special needs places or they are specially designed for our population, if you will. But that's not inclusion and that is not life. We live in a world with all different types of people, races, colors, sizes, shapes, and uh, abilities, if you will, challenges and abilities. And we all can't be perfect. Okay, we none of us are even uh, those of us who think we're perfect and think that we're normal and we're neurotypical. We are not perfect. We have flaws. We stim. We do all kinds of things that people with autism do just on a different level. So here's a primer. If you have a group and you're hosting something in the community, first of all, know that lawfully you can't discriminate against a person with autism. You can't allow them to come into your space as long as they act a certain way or do a certain thing or behave a certain way or aren't too loud or too disruptive. You can't make those type of stipulations on them because that's discrimination. So that's the first thing. So legally, It's illegal to discriminate against people with autism. It's illegal to make them sit in the back. It's illegal to make them less less visible to the rest of the community group. It's illegal to put stipulations on their natural behaviors like their stims and their vocal stims and their noises and their quirks and their eeks and their ahs, whatever. Whatever it is, it is illegal to say that someone can't do that in this community space, which is open for everyone. Okay, that's the first thing that's it's illegal. So if you I mean, if that matters to you and um, just on the basis of legality, don't do it. You can't do it. Now, let's talk about just being a decent human being in the world. If you're a decent human being, then you can accept that everybody is not quiet. People make noise. Everybody does not follow directions the same way. Sometimes people um, might be a little hyper, so they do things real quick. Sometimes people might be delayed and they do things real slow. That is everybody across the board. I can tell you as a person who doesn't have a diagnosis that I know of, don't identify as a disabled individual. I am slow when it comes to certain things. People have to repeat certain things to me. My hearing doesn't work. And and this is not to, you know, 
poke fun or anything but these are things that I have to deal with as a quote-unquote neurotypical individual and I have to repeat ask people to repeat things for me all the time now as a mom of three people on the autism spectrum uh, there's a lot of things when we walk into a situation that have to be modified altered and accommodated or we just sit it sit it out Does that mean that we don't have the right to participate? Does that mean that we should be relegated to the back of the building? Does that mean that we need a a room to ourselves? No, that means that you as the community provider or the person offering the event needs to have a little tolerance and a little compassion for those who don't behave in the quote unquote normal way. So I'm really passionate about this because as you can imagine, In my life with my children, we've had this happen a number of times. Um, But most people, honest to God, most people are sweet angels. And some most people are are, um, sometimes I'm less tolerant than most people. And, you know, I'm telling my kids to be quiet and, you know, don't do this. And and the people, the community providers are like, it's okay, It's okay. We understand. Right. And it's funny because I had two actual events happen. I totally just remembered the first one in the grocery store where something similar happened where I took one of my children out and they did something that, you know, related to their autism. And the person totally got it and totally understood. I went and apologized and, you know, tried to, you know, talk because every every time something like this happens, it is a time for education and for bridging the gaps. And she totally got it. Here's the third thing, because I don't want to discourage people from doing community inclusive events, things within the community that aren't necessarily disability specific or created with people with disabilities in mind, but they want to do something. And I don't want to discourage, I don't want this to be a fear, like, oh my God, I have to think about everybody's needs. But actually, guess what? You do kind of have to think about everybody's needs. As a person who plans events, I think about everybody who's going to come across my threshold for my event. People who have low hearing, people who might be uh, visually impaired, uh, people with autism, neurotypicals, what's going to be fun for them as well. I think about everybody because I want it to be an event where we can come together as a community and enjoy each other's company. So if somebody special diets making sure i mean there's been a couple of events that i hosted where i didn't have something for someone that had a special diet and i felt horrible you know but it's a learning experience and it's like okay well next time i'm not going to do that i'm going to make sure there's enough different types of food for everyone so everyone can celebrate and participate so you do kind of have to think about everybody to a certain degree. And if you can't think about it in the inception of creating the event, then when it becomes, when you become aware that you have somebody in your midst who has some sort of something about them, then go out of your way to make them feel welcome, to accommodate them, to get them involved, to bring them. Because really the last thing you really want as a community planner, as a group, is to find out that you turned somebody away or that you ignored somebody or you made somebody feel bad about something that they have no way to change or you discriminated against somebody and you find out that they walked away feeling like they did not belong that is the worst feeling 
that's the worst feeling as the person who quote unquote doesn't belong but it's also the worst feeling if you're a planner an event planner a community planner what have you and you had an event and you turned somebody away because you didn't think about all the possible needs yeah you can't be responsible for everything but once you find out it is your job to do something to help make that person feel more comfortable now the fourth thing is for those of you who think that you have the right to complain about every little thing that does not meet your fancy you know who do you think you are that you can go into certain circumstances and situations and you can complain about an individual's behavior or how they access the world and you think that you can come in and make your complaints about what doesn't make you feel comfortable, why do you think you have that right? We are all a nation, a world, a universe of individuals. You know what? Sometimes I have to sit next to people who stink. And I don't particularly like that. And sometimes I have to look at people that maybe I don't want to look at. I don't know. I mean, I'm being trying to be funny. But my point is, is that we live in a world where people are different. People access the world in different ways. They experience things in different ways. Now, let me tell you, I'm a parent. You know, I love my kids. I, you know, I have been an advocate, a parent, a parent mentor, you know, I've worked with people with, uh, with individuals with disabilities, you know, my threshold for things is low, I, I can tolerate just about anything, you know what I mean? I, because I, that's just how I was made. And that's just who I am as a person. But it's so funny to come across that rare individual who is bothered by my kids. Now I'm bothered by my kids because they're my kids sometimes and they get on my nerves because that's what moms and kids do. But my kids are angels. They are beautiful people. Most people that I meet with disabilities, with autism, with what have you, even if they have behavior issues, there is something beautiful that you can see in them, whether it's their persistence, whether it is their you know, their, their independence, whether it is their tenacity, even if it's a behavior issue, you can see something beautiful about each and every one of anybody if you look hard enough, or if you just bother to look at all. So I challenge you number four for people who are planning events, and you encounter those people who think that everything has to be perfect. Here's my permission to you to tell those people that they can go fly kites, all of them. Because who do they think they are that they can just come in a situation and it have to be perfect and fit their specific needs, their way, when they have no challenges, no visible challenges. And even if they do, let's share. Let's accommodate each other then. Let's say, oh, you know what? This bothers me. Okay, well, maybe we can do this different. But what we're not going to do. What we're not going to do is we're not going to take the special person, the person with a disability, the person with autism, the person who's acting out and put them in a corner somewhere and say, you know what, this this would make this person who seems totally typically normal feel better if she didn't have to deal with you. We're not going to do that. That's what we're not going to do. And I challenge you community event planners, people who are opening things to the public for everyone's per, everyone's use. Hey, 
have some courage and stand up for your group, stand up for people who can't stand up and defend themselves. As a human being, it is your responsibility to do that, whether you realize that or not. And it makes the difference for people who can't speak for themselves, who can't defend themselves, who can't tell somebody, hey, lady, you need to go fly a kite. This is who I am, because they have to have other people stand in the gap for them. So that's my spiel today. A little passionate because I'm a little pissed off. But um, that's what the platform's for. So it is what it is. I don't really care, honestly. I'm just trying to educate people. People, everything's not going to be perfect. Life is not going to be perfect. It's not always going to go your way. There are people who aren't normal or typical or they don't act the same way other people. So what? Get over it. This is the world that we live in. Let's make it better. Let's make it better for everybody, not just our own small corner and our own small needs. So, hey, this has been all to know. (laughs) Thank you for listening. I do hope you listen again. We'll get back to waivers next time. Thanks.